everybody, my name's Abby Murphy. Welcome back to the pod. Hashtag that's life. Hashtag welcome back. Hashtag I'm sitting here with a special guest today. And I'm so excited because this has been long awaited to have a guest. And I think I want to start doing like lots of guests like over. Oh, she just swallowed and I heard it. <laughs> it she's new to this whole thing. Um, people of her youngness don't are as familiar with the technology um, aspects of life yet. Anyways, without further ado, what an introduction for none other than my mother, Kelly Murphy. Wow. Hello. You can. So now I know I can't swallow ever on this podcast. Nope, or else it will be heard by everybody in the whole entire world. So hold breathing, hold all of that. Everything. Just don't, just, just stand here and I'll just do the pod myself and you can just be there um anyways my mother is someone who i've looked up to i guess ever since i was born because she's the one that gave birth to me that's um how that works and uh yeah she is a strong independent woman um who is married so i mean i feel like when you hear like strong independent woman you think like oh yeah they don't have like a significant other but my mom has just been such an example in how to be a woman and hold your own um, and still be able to have that relationship and respect your significant other in just a beautiful way. So I really look up to my mom in that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, she likes to do laundry and she likes to wash the dishes. And am I forgetting anything? Um, The laundry is not my hobby, though my children listed that one time as my favorite hobby was doing laundry. Not true. Just part of it. I think, well, that's all I've really seen her do ever, forever (laughs) (laughs) in life. Um, Mom, would you like to tell a little bit about yourself for the people listening? Um, Well, I'm Abby's mom and Morgan's mom. Honored to be their mother. Very thankful. My husband is Matt. We've been married for 27 years. Um, Lived in Bowling Green for almost 12 years now. Yeah. Um, lived in Atlanta for about 10, I think, um, in Alabama before that. Um, I was born in New Jersey and grew up in Alabama, met Matt at Auburn University, got married, and had my children, and life is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, life's beautiful with children. Funny story, though, because mom, well, mom was just a little sorority girl, and I really love the the story of how you and dad met. Because didn't you guys meet like at the fraternity or at the? I don't know how it works. It was it was snowing one night, and some people were getting together at somebody's house, and that's where we met. We met at somebody's house when it was snowing, and I was at another house with friends, and. They were like, ooh, come over to this house. There's some nice people there. Actually, they said cute boys. But we went over there. (laughs) How how bad? How bad of them? Yeah, and anybody that knows me knows I love to play games and cards, and it was great. I thought you say anyone that knows me knows that I love cute boys. No, no, no. And knows I love games and cards. You do love cute boys, though. Well, that sounds weird now. Well, okay, keep going. So, anyway, um cards, games, all that, and I go in the house, and they're playing cards around the table, and I'm like, oh, I want to play, so there we are. Mom keeps moving her hand, but she doesn't know that the microphone (laughs) picks it up. It's okay, we're just learning. Anyway, that was... Yeah, and then Dad asked her to the movies, and she was like, if you think that 
you're just going to get me in a dark room. <laughs> Not exactly. Or whatever. But we did have to lay out the wall. Right yep, right. and then they got married. Now I'm here. Anyways, that's the story of mom and dad. Um, and I guess we'll just get right into it. I'm really, I've been wanting to have my mom on this podcast. If you've been listening for a while, you know that um, my mom is kind of the reason, like the inspiration partly behind this podcast because we just go on walks all the time and we talk about deep stuff. And so we're going to be talking about the mother-daughter relationship, um, raising a family, really just mom's life in general. And I mean, because I've only known her as a mother, but the transition between like becoming an adult and then going through those changes of like, whoa, like I was in college and now I'm married and now I'm raising a family. And I feel like that's something that's like, I don't know. I haven't really heard many people talk about like the transition. I've heard like people talk about while you're in that season, like, oh, the motherhood season or, oh, like the engagement season. But no one really talks about the transitions in between those. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get into that um, a little bit. But before we do that, I just want to open up in prayer. Mom, would you like to pray today? Or do you want me to do it? Or how do you feel? Um, I feel... Like, whatever you want me to do. I'll okay, pray. I think you can pray. My mom my mom is a good prayer. Oh, that's pressure. Um, well, anyone's a good prayer. You just that's to That's true. That's anyone's true. Good. But your prayers are beautiful. Well, you're sweet. Um, dear God, thank you so much for this day and uh, just for this opportunity to sit here with Abby on this podcast. Um, Lord, we just pray that you will uh, let your words come through our voices today on this and um, just speak through us and... Whatever needs to be said, let it be said, and uh, filter us where needed because mm, I'm sure that needs some filtering, but Lord, we just love you and thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for all you've given us, and we just pray um, that this all goes well and it reaches who it needs to reach, but um, thank you for the opportunity, and we love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we get into what we talk about, I completely forgot, Mom, what did we do yesterday? Would you like to tell the people? Yeah, but can I back up for one second? Yes. You just told me to pray on your podcast. And there were years ago that I would never pray out loud in front of anyone. Really? Just by the way, yeah. That oh. was just a side note. I was sitting here thinking, I remember being at a Bible study at church and then saying, can you pray for us? And I was like, no, 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 not going to pray, not going to pray. Anyway, wow. Note, and now I'm like, oh yeah, pray to whoever. Listen, people, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you stop growing that's We're true. Always true. overcoming okay. things. Back to yesterday, you asked me a question. That's awesome, though. I love that. Um. Anyways, yeah. What? So I was sitting on a Zoom call yesterday. So my school's virtual right now. As if you listen to the last podcast, um, if you're an OG, if you're a real one, you would know that my school's virtual for the next couple of weeks. And I was sitting on my Zoom call. It was uh, music history, intro to music history. And I looked at mom and I said, Mom, can we go to the beach? And her eyes got really big. And what was running through your head in that moment, Mom? Well, Give me a little insight. Yeah, when you said it, I was like, well, no, we can't go to the beach. Like, we're in the middle of a snowstorm, about to have a blizzard. Yeah, we like it said, we were about to have, like, a blizzard, like, at least seven inches of snow. And, like, the snow was already coming down, so I knew if we, we were going to do it, we needed to, like, do it. Yeah. And what did we do? Well, we did it. We did it. We literally packed in, like, 30 minutes... Oh, yeah, it was literally 38 minutes. Well, okay. Never happened Mom before. Mom wanted to time it. <laughs> 38 
48 minutes. Um, and we get on the interstate, and I think we should have left a little bit earlier. I think we learned something yesterday. What did we learn, Abby? We learned that just because it's spontaneous doesn't mean it's always going to be fun. And it's not always... Because it's not <laughs> safe. <laughs> <laughs> well... In Bowling Green, we know that school can be canceled all the time, and the roads are fine, and everybody can go everywhere, and the neighborhoods don't look good, but the interstates are fine. So we just thought we got out early enough, and it was going to be fine, and it just... We thought the interstates were just going to be like slush, not really mm-hmm. like ice, but it, it takes like an hour to get from Bowling Green to Nashville. It took us three hours. We were going like 25 miles per hour on the roads because they were just so like icy. But then once we got past there, it was fine. And now we're at the beach. Yeah. It was only a 12-hour drive. It was only a 12... Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) And mom did say yesterday, she was like, I'm glad we did this. So, haha. Of course. Um, And that is the crazy life of the Murphy girls when school is canceled. But let us just please say, if there's ever a blizzard coming or a snowstorm... Don't. Let's just think... Don't try it at home. We're professionals. No, we're not. We just really had Jesus taken... Gee, we were pr- I away. was praying okay. hard. Yeah. yeah, Abby had to keep me calm a few times. A little stressful. It's okay. So let's go ahead and dive right into this. Um, I may or may not have stopped the clip and told mom um, to find one of her favorite verses, and she may or may not be about to be reading it right now. <laughs> so, mom, would you like to read a verse that has kind of helped you through uh, your walk of life? Um, one of my favorites, and I just said um. She was so mad because she was like, oh my gosh, I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, um so much. She was like, should we go? I was like, well, we can go back and do it again. And she was like, well, no, because then it won't be real. And then it won't be real. This is real me. I'm not polished. You get me like you get me. I'll do better. Um, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and the future. So what does this verse mean to you? It just, I don't know, it just, it really gives me comfort because it's like when you worry about your future, your plans, your everything, whatever's going on, even in hard situations, it helps me to know he has the plan not to harm, to help. He's got your future planned out. He's got it all in the palm of his hands. And I just, it just gives me comfort just knowing that he's got it all figured out and I don't need to worry about it. So has there ever been a time where you don't, Use this verse? Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, of course. I mean, I, no, I don't like to admit that, but just have to keep reminding yourself. Yeah, when you get really in bad places and stressed, you think you're in control and you, you know, grasp for everything, but then you have to remind yourself that he's the one that's got it all. So when you were a mother, were you as, like when you first, when you were a mother, you still are a mother. <laughs> But when you first began, like, your walk in motherhood, how has your faith grown from, like, when Morgan, I guess, you know, popped out into the world until now? So, Morgan's about to be 23 years old. So, 23 years ago, 23 years ago, um, oh, gosh, sorry, guys. I guess my faith started getting stronger as I became a mom, I don't, but I don't know if it was really because I became a mom. It just happened to be the timing of when I started getting closer to God. Uh, you do want to, you want to be everything for your kids and you want to set that example to be, you know, you're, you're modeling for 
the children. And I guess that does give you that motivation and charge to say, okay, I want y'all to look at me and, and I want, I want you to do what I do. So you really have to start looking inward. And then that's when I realized I need to be looking toward God if I want them to look toward God. And so that might be kind of how, I guess it did get, it just grew and grew and it still is growing and I'm still failing and have to learn. And Yeah. I think one, th- I think I realized like, like that parents don't really have it all figured out when I started babysitting because like I I don't know like not nothing against the parents for the kids that I babysit but I just realized like hey like me and the parents this is kind of a partnership like we're all kind of figuring out these children together rather than like from the child perspective that I had only known before I started babysitting like oh like my mom just tells me what to do because she knows everything and and like parents don't get sick and parents don't take days off and because they're the parent and like they know everything like they're the ones that punish me because they know everything but really it's like even when you make punishments I feel like it's kind of like is this the right thing like you almost question yourself like am I doing the right thing like am I supposed to be punishing my child right now am I supposed to be giving them this or giving them that and that's something that I really learned when like coming into more of like an authoritative um, place but also like the how much I never realized how much influence you have just by like your actions you know like words only say so much but then like the way that you present yourself yeah you know what I mean yeah well, I think you model what you because like kids are always watching you and they're watching what you do and how you do it and yeah so you can you that actions definitely speak louder than words yeah know? So how, like, during the times in your motherhood, when times got hard, like, how did you deal with that? Because, like, I'm thinking of a specific time period when I was, it was whenever I had my first eating disorder, and it was just, like, it tore the family apart. Like, how did you deal with that, like, spiritually and just, like, emotionally? Well, I think in times like that, that's a different, uh, that's like, like the heaviest. Um, and when you get to those heaviest, scariest things in your life, especially when it's your children's lives, that's when you uh, really are on your hands and knees and you're just digging so deep because it's all you have, like it is all you can do to survive. That's the strength you draw from God is the only way you can get through it. Because I remember days thinking, you know, I can't do this on my own strength. There's no way. And what the sad thing is, is in everyday life, we should be using that same, you know, we should rely on him for that strength, not just when things are at their worst. And when we wake up in the morning, we, and it's a great, beautiful day, and you're, you know, everything looks good ahead of you, you should still rely on his strength because you can't do it on your own. So I think that's kind of interesting too, like in those hardest times with all of our family, um, you do lean on him because you have nothing else. Um, but I think our practice should be every day. Well, and I think also, too, like, the way that you mother our family and, like, are the mother of our family is kind of like you're everyone's mother. Like, you you kind of just hold us all together. Like, when things are wrong, we tell mom. Like, when we want, when we need a question answered, we ask mom. And if we ask dad, he tells us to go ask mom. (laughs) And, like, mom takes care of the dog when we had Murphy. And, like... 
mom's helping plan a wedding and mom's helping me with I mean mom literally just picked up and like went to the beach like mom's helping dad because he's sick like there's just so many things that like you do like does it ever get overwhelming I mean I, I think everyone and their jobs get overwhelming and I think I consider what I do my job which a lot of people don't but like I put everything into it as if it were work and my job so just like your job, your daily job gets overwhelming sometimes and you feel like, whoa, this is a lot. But I would not choose to be doing anything else other than what I'm doing. Like, I absolutely love being a mom. I love serving my family and their friends and, you know, everybody connected around them. It's just wonderful and it's a gift and I'm thankful that I um, get to do it, you know? It's so funny because, like, I always, like, mom's always like, oh, I would never want to be doing anything else. Like, this is my dream job and blah, blah, blah. And I hear all my friends talk about, like, oh, I want babies. And, I have and I'm like, that scares me right now. Like, I, and mom's like, you're going to get married. You're going to have kids because she obviously wants to be a grandma. <laughs> Duh. But I'm just like, that scares me right now. Like, I, I don't, just seeing what you do, I'm like, I, I'm not ready for that. I mean, I guess I am 19, but. Yeah, you're not ready right now. I wasn't ready at 19 either, and I'm not who, you know, I was at 19 now, so you, you can't. Yeah, that's an interesting question, so, like, going along the lines of marriage, which I don't want to, like, stray too much off of motherhood, because I feel like marriage is, like, a totally different topic to talk about, but, um, like, when you married dad, like, like, both of you change, obviously, so, like, what do you think is the most important part, like, obviously, you were, what, when you met each other, like, 21, 20? I think I was 20 and he was 20. That's so weird. We that's were sophomores a... in college, whatever. Uh, that that's so yeah. weird because I'm almost a sophomore. Um, anyways, so like the difference between you then and you now, like how have you dealt with that like in your marriage? You know what I mean? Like when you marry someone, you don't obviously see them at 50. Like what would you tell people like Morgan who are like just about to get married and you know, you've been married for what however many years and we've been together for 30 but married for 27 and probably the first thing I would say is if you don't invite Jesus into the relationship and it's not the three of you you're gonna have way harder time um, it's hard anyway I think I'm very real about marriage in living with anybody is hard you know, every and, and you grow and you change and you hope to grow together, but sometimes you grow differently. Um, but if Jesus is in the center of it, he's going to keep you connected. Mm-hmm. And you just have to lean into him when those changes come and the, the for better or for worse stuff that we talk about all mm-hmm. the time. So, and, you know, things get hard. Things are challenging and you change and grow, but you just, you just keep going ahead and, I think a lot of people today kind of tend to think the grass might be greener somewhere else, but no, it's just time spent with people. The longer you spend, you do the honeymoon phases over, and you marriage is work. It is, it's just work. You have to work at it, and that's about. So how do you how do you work at it? How do you work at your marriage while also like be a mother? Being a mother. Well, I will say now that I'm an empty nester, not really. <laughs> my, I want to keep my nest. Yeah, mom's basically retired now. All the kids are out of the house. Um, she just ran off to the beach. <laughs> that was <sighs> that's kind of a perk, right? 
Okay, so the wait, let's rewind. What am I saying? How do you balance like pouring into your marriage while also yeah. being a mother? Yeah, well, let's just remember I'm not an expert at all that. And I do feel like during raising No, I know you're not an expert, but I would consider you like such a good role model for people of my age and like people your age. Oh, that's so sweet. You know what I mean? Like you're so good at pouring into younger kids, but also oh um, but I don't know. Well, no, I think that I think that it's very hard, especially when you have young kids and you do, and we all pour into our kids first, especially that first child, the, you know, early days you're learning and you pour everything into it and then you're tired and you're exhausted at the end of the day and you're like, oh my gosh, and there's no time for each other because you just want to go to sleep and it's hard, and then as they get older, it gets harder. You think it gets easier, but it's still hard. Um, the challenges to raising kids, you can grow apart during that time, and you just you have to really make efforts. Uh, did we always do that the right way? Probably not. A lot of people say, "Oh, make date nights twice twice a week, and do this and do that." Well, we weren't we aren't very successful at that, and um, I was not sure how we would end when. <laughs> Uh, or where we would land when y'all left, but I think that it's it's been great. We just picked up where we left off, and um, we're lucky in that, I guess. But yeah, I don't know if we necessarily invested all the time with each other that we should have and put that first, because we kind of ended up putting our kids first. But, you know, to us, it was, we both, that was what we valued, um, but it really should be, God first, husband second, children third. I think is the ranking. And uh, yeah, if you could go, if you could go back and like start over parenting, like what would you do differently, oh if anything? God. Oh my goodness. Oh, I don't even. That's a big question. I know, well, yeah. I was just curious. No, I mean, if I could do it differently, I would do it perfectly, Abby, because we're we like hmm. to. <laughs> But I yeah I don't really even know there there are things I would do different probably I had one friend though that always that got me in a good place with y'all when y'all got to be teenagers and she was telling me not to don't react and don't respond when your kids tell you things because the biggest key to me and children is having them communicate with you and keeping that open communication and she told this girl told me just don't react when they tell you things you don't want to hear because then they're going to stop talking to you. Mm. So that was some good advice that I had that I started doing later. And it's kind of hard. No, that's true because, like, I tell my mom everything. And if she, if I were to, like, tell her stuff and then she would be like, oh, my gosh, or, like, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't think I've really done anything too, like, I don't know, crazy. Like, (laughs) I don't know the craziest thing I've probably done is just, like, dumb stuff, like, been an idiot, like... (laughs) wanting to go jump off some like diving board that's really high with like fire jets on or something I don't know fire jet. but I'm just a very adventurous soul but like the fact that like I my mom is the first person I want to tell I think says a lot about just like how you react and I think there's a good balance too which I've seen um just in like when I tell you things of like parenting and also respecting me as I get older because it's it's different when you're younger and you have to like teach things and then when you're older and it's like, okay, well, this person's, like, my child is going to be on their own soon, like, mm-hmm. supplying for themselves. And I think that, like, it's important, like, for people to know that, like, I 
like, I want to come back and visit you. And, like, whenever I'm out of the house, like, I want to see, like, does that make you feel mm, good? I'm smiling. <laughs> so, I mean, I think just, I think that just says a lot about the way that you parent, though. That it's, like, it's Aww. not too much of, like, a, like, you're my best friend, but it's not, like, mm. you're, like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it's. I love you, Eve. This is so sweet. I love you, too. My head's gonna float away. You wanna buy me something? Oh, buy, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. No, literally, last night, oh my gosh, how do you deal with mood swings? <laughs> literally, last night, I was in the car, and I was craving chocolate so bad, and, like, I never really crave, like, bad sweets. I usually try to be pretty healthy, and so, like, mom was, like, very excited when I craved something unhealthy, <laughs> so she really wanted me to go eat something unhealthy, and so I was, like, just needing it, and I got so mean, because we couldn't find anything. We'd been stuck in this car for, like, 10 minutes, and... Now, let me say, you have your child at 10.30 saying, let's go to the beach, be spontaneous, have fun, woohoo! And then we're happy, well, we go through the snow for three hours, which was stressful, and we're kind of, I can't talk because I'm so stressed. Yeah, I was just on TikTok. And, uh, and the, you know, the rest of the drive, we're getting through it because we're thankful we're alive and everything. And then all of a sudden, that hunger thing hit, and it was I wasn't craving. even hungry, it I was, was a just craving. craving. It was a craving. And let me just say, Abby can be a bear. Yeah, it, when it comes between me and, like, my hunger cues, I'm rude. All of a sudden, I, like, I just have to stop talking. I'm not talking. a Proverbs 31 woman <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. Yes, you are. You just have But, like, how do, you, how do you deal with that when, like, your children are rude to you, but you know, like, it's not even, like, it won't last, like, more than 30 minutes? Like, it's, well, you just, you have to remain patient and know that you'll, I, I have to learn, like, to stop talking because I tend to want to go what can I do how can I help you let me make you happy but I'm learning just stop talking because nothing you say or do especially when I give you the little touch on the shoulder and you move your shoulder like I just (sighs) caressed it or something I'm literally just patting you and you're like (sighs) or whatever what was what am I like (laughs) okay okay no it's but no it's all that patience like when you think of the fruits of the spirit which we all need every day. Like we need to almost pray for it every morning that you have it because that's how you get through all those things. And no, do I do it right every day? No, absolutely not. I want to, but I don't. But um, like a good friend of mine also said, we are pitifully human and it's just what we are and we have to just ask forgiveness every day and keep starting over and being positive and keep on trucking keep on trucking keep on trucking so when you think about like you as a daughter because i forget that like you're also a daughter even though you're old old daughter i'm just kidding don't say that because what are you saying about mama she's youthful (laughs) um like growing up and having that mother figure for you as well like were you like how did that make you feel like were you excited were there times where you were like I need my mom because I don't know how to be a mom or like like when I was being a mom yeah oh I'd call her all the time (laughs) yeah mama's always been the best mom and always amazing um and and a great role model and you know kind of where you get your stuff from and she yeah I called her especially early on Oh, call all the time. What am I supposed to do? And what if the... Yeah, she was my... She was my Google. So I think that's important to note that, like, when mom was in need, she called on her parent. And -hmm. I feel like so easily we forget that, like, our number one is Jesus, yet so little 
we call on him first. Mm-hmm. So, like, we resort to praying last. Like, there's a quote, all, well, all we can do now is pray, but, like, that should be the initial. Should be the first. Like, thing. we should run to our ultimate parent, the father, first. And I think also, like, how mom was saying, like, at the beginning, like, when she was first figuring things out, like, that's when she would, like, call mama most. And I think so easily, like, when we're in times, like, hard times, that's when we're, like, the closest because we're, like, needing something to cling to. But at least for me, like, when things are going good, like, I kind of, like, I praise the Lord, but I'm kind of like, well, I don't really need to rely on you as, like, the Mm -hmm. human part of me is like, well, I don't really need to rely on you as much as I did to navigate things because things are going pretty good right now. Mm -hmm. And so that's something for me to work on, I think, as well as, I just burped, but (laughs) I think as well as, like, everyone is, like, just because things are going good or just because things are going bad, like, first and foremost, run to the Father, don't don't ask I mean I shouldn't even ask my mom you know now I think he's placed like mm-hmm. parents in my life and people in my life and mentors um who can help me through those times and because like we we thrive off of community we thrive off of people that's why quarantine was so hard for us but I think if we don't go to the father first with our praises and our requests then that's where we fall and I, th- I think you need I think that's all very good Abby and I think you need to look at your relationship with God just like you said like a parent relationship too and think about it when you don't go to him first you know when you don't talk to him he wants you to come for every problem just like if you didn't come to me I'd be mm-hmm. like oh my goodness I want you to come to me I want you to talk to me even if it's bad even if it's hard even if it's little like you know how some people are like I can't take that to God that's a tiny thing well no as a parent I want you to tell me Mm -hmm. everything. I want to help you with everything. And nothing's, you know, we want to hear it all. And then, you know, when things are good and you don't talk to God, you know, just like a parent, like if you're in your best season of life, but you're not talking to me because you don't need me, I I miss you. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to love you. You don't have to talk to me ever again in your life. And I'm always going to love you. And that's just like God. God's always going to love you, whether you talk to him or not. Mm -hmm. He created you. He's going to love you. But... Just like a parent, if I never talked to you, I'd be so sad because I'd miss you, and he misses you. I think also, we saw this, I think it was in Switched at Birth, I don't really know, which I don't really recommend watching because I don't, I wouldn't watch it now. I watched it a long time ago, but that's besides the point. They said, it was like the two moms, and they were sitting on the bench, and one mom was a Christian and one mom wasn't, and we'll call the, the Christian mom, mom A, and then the one that wasn't a Christian mom B. So mom A was like... Or mom B was having a problem, and then mom A was Wait, like mom a was who? the Christian. So mom B was having Type a problem. A. Sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, and mom A was like, "Well, have you prayed about it?" And mom B was like, "Well, I haven't prayed to God in like who knows how long. Like, why would He want to hear from me now?" And mom A was like, "Well, even if my kids haven't talked to me in forever, mm-hmm. even when they're going through something, I want them to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how long they haven't spoken to me. If they need help, I want them to come to me." And that's, like, the story in the Bible where, like, the father had two sons and then one son, like, went away and then he had to eat in the pig troughs. Like, he spent all his money and, like, partied too hard and then he was like, well, I have to come home. I'll just be one of my father's workers. And the father greeted him and threw him a party. You know, like, mm-hmm. you're no matter what we as children go through in our lives and how much we want to push our parents away, um, there's like nothing at least for the experience that I've had with my parents where like I'll be able to push her too far away to where she just won't 
be mm-hmm. there for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky enough to say that because I know a lot of parent and um, mm-hmm. uh, children relationships aren't like that. Um, some of you listening may not have one or the other or both parental figures in your life. I, um, And I think that's an, another podcast episode to dive into as well. But like, I think that no matter who is your guardian, there there is always going to be someone in your life who will always be there for you, always be waiting for you no matter how hard you push them away, and that's the Lord. That is that Father, even if you don't have that parent figure here on earth. Um, And for those that do, I think that that's important to note that, like, put him first. And you can find you a Mama Murphy if you don't have somebody, Mm -hmm. like, in your life, um, you know, if that's not what you have at the moment, find you a person that's close to you or a person that, you can talk to because not everybody does have that situation. That's I think that's a good point that you mm-hmm. brought up. But find you somebody that can, because um, there's a lot of people out there that will take you in and uh, be that person for you to talk to and share with. And and if you live near us, my mom doesn't have any children right now mm-hmm. in the house, so <laughs> she'll be that for you. Actually, though, she's the best. If you ever need Aww. any advice, you just go follow her on Instagram, DM her, text her. Ask her questions. <laughs> Kelly Murphy twenty one. It's my dog. My mom's my I dog. I love you, Eve. I love you too. Is there anything else, Mom, that you would like to add to this? Oh, I could talk forever, but we're no. Well, you can listen to Mom talk forever because um, we're going to be doing bonus episodes. One bonus episode every month, and maybe a little extra if I'm just feeling fancy. But one bonus episode every month entitled hashtag That's Mama. So I wanted to kind of give you guys a little introduction to my mom and to her parenting lifestyle, just a little bit of her background before we start doing the bonus episodes, just so that you can kind of know, you know, who she is and how much wisdom she holds. The bonus episodes are going to be a little more lighthearted. They're going to be a little more um, upbeat and fun. You'll still get some good, some good nuggets of truth in there. But um, yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much all I have to say for the little shameless plug. Um, <laughs> if you want to be more interactive on the pod, you can go follow at the That's Life Pod on Instagram. Still working on the TikTok. I uh, don't really know how that's going to go. But um, as of right now, there's no TikTok up. Maybe if you guys just keep begging me to do <laughs> some TikToks out there, maybe I will. I also am thinking about starting not like an actual posting schedule on YouTube, but I kind of want to just post a little YouTube video every once in a while. So maybe that'll be, that'll be a thing. But as of right now, it's just Instagram at the that's life pod. You can find inspirational quotes, fun pictures, more behind the scenes things, and be more interactive on what you want to hear on the podcast. Um, thank you so much, mom, for coming on. I can't wait to do more bonus episodes with you. Thank you. Um, and that's it. And now we're going to go, I'm going to go do an online class and then we're going to go explore the beach a little bit. So Okay, I love you guys, and Jesus loves you, and that's love. Oh, and mom, (laughs) and mom loves you. And now we're gonna say that's life on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. That's That's life. life. Okay, let's try. (laughs) Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. Okay. One. One, two, three. That's, that's life. life. You gotta tell me how you're doing it with the like. What are we going? Okay, we'll that's go. life or and that's it goes life. Out, like that. that's life, or and that's life. Yeah, like that's life. One, two, three. That's, that's life. life. That was really good. <laughs>